delicately lashed across the backside by semi-naked girls in uniform. Orders barked in a mock German accent. This isn't just motorsport presidency. This is S&M motorsport presidency. Hello, welcome to Zog. Hello, hello. Richard, hello. welcome one and all. The last episode we made was the first episode of Gareth Jones on Speed to top 10,000 downloads. One episode. Thanks to all those lovely listeners who've been downloading yeah, yeah, And thanks to one listener in particular, I should do this mail, uh, whose name was Fraser. I'm fairly sure, says Fraser. No, I'm indeed positive, he says. But there was a small news item that happened in the world of motorsport recently that he didn't mention. Something to do with a bloke called Max. But to be honest, I did toy with talking about it in the last show, but it seemed that because everyone else was talking about it, mm. we didn't need to. Did we not mention it at all? No, we didn't, no. Can you believe it? That's, that's a bit of an oversight. How much money do we have for the lawyers? We do well, have to be careful what we say. Well, yes, but there's certain things that are out there in the public domain that, that Max isn't denying. There are he certain went facts. to an orgy. He did. He yeah, went to he's an orgy. not saying he didn't go to an orgy. He went to an orgy on went, a Friday afternoon. Although, from the video I've seen, it didn't look very much like an orgy to me. It was a bit of slap and tickle and a cup of tea. Really well, low well, rent. This is the shocking thing, that it was just so low rent. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, okay, you know, orgy, five prostitutes, S&M, you know, th- th- there's, there's no dispute about this. This is what Oh, yeah, but on. he got a cup but of tea the... thrown in for free, so... <laughs> well, yeah, this Pervert. is... Pervert. Filthy, disgusting. I bet he had sugar in it as well. I bet it was Earl Grey. Think oh. of the kids! God, disgusting. It's comparison. all just a bit sort of shabbily suburban, isn't it? You know, if you're going to do that sort of thing, surely you want you want a real show. You want some kind of yeah. really well-decked-out dungeon, some, yeah. some really Im- scarily impressive Valkyrie-like uniformed-up <laughs> dominatrices. <laughs> you know, not these sort of a cheap nylon uniforms and a little cup of tea after. I'm concerned that we've just seen a little too deep into Zong's mind there that we might want to... You've thought about this, haven't you? (laughs) I've really thought about this. But you're right. I know that video was pretty lo-fi on the News of the World website that's now back up there again. Go and have a look. But it did look like it was possibly just in someone's rented basement flat. You know, it looked like, probably if you went to the kitchen, it was like grimy lino on the floor and the boiler doesn't work, probably makes a funny noise and you have to bang it on the side. That was just, it was really, really tawdry. Yeah, I mean, you know, with the money that Max Mosley has access to, yes. surely you could have some kind of spectacularly penthouse suite affair, of a hotel. This, yeah, you could have five lads all dressed up as Ralph Schumacher and then really go for it, couldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's talk about cars, because really that's what we're here for. Anyone seen this new Ferrari? Knows you, you know what it is, Sock? Oh, the the, the 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 one with the hole in it, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, yeah. We ca- we're calling it the. Uh I call it the Lindsay Lohan, but it's not the Lindsay Lohan, a hole with a nose in it. No, a nose with a nose. Interesting idea. I mean, they've toyed with holes in the nose, the very tip of the nose of cars, for a mm. little while. But this one has got a hole on the underside of the nose, and it vents up through two holes split at the top of the nose which by my accounting need to be 1.5 times the size of the hole in the bottom of the nose to get the acceleration of the air through Ooh, and it, oh I, I do I think about these things um, to create what might be described best as a current of air can you visualize that coming straight down the middle sort of over the helmet and making the rear wing work more efficiently I've so just explain this. Is this is this sucking the nose down, or is this doing something for the airflow over the rest of the car? Well, it, how, how is it yeah, working? It's, it, instead of sending some of the air underneath the car, 
it's dragging some of the air that would normally go underneath the car to the top side of the car and sending a narrow channel, as far as I can tell, of low-pressure, high-velocity air right over that rear wing. Because without traction control, they've lost a bit of grip. And the best way to get grip back is with aero on the rear wing. So they're directing air over the rear wing. What I want to know is, what does it sound like? Because, hang on, it just so happens I've got a whistle here. You know, if you blow into into a whistle, right, and it comes out of the gap the other side, and you've got that, that sharp edge which splits it, listen... That is the vibration of the air oscillating over that sharp edge, right? So, if I could just take your whistle there for a moment, Gary, you think as the car accelerates and decelerates, it goes... Exactly! It's like a swanny whistle. You get those harmonics, yeah. the braking. I would really like to know... Accelerate. Yeah. Oh... Exactly, I'm Richard. Good at that. <laughs> you, you I was thinking, because oh, I've got a bottle here, what about if it was just going. That's a sort oh, of. No, no, that, but that's your Helmholtz resonator there. Yeah, that's, hang on. That's, that's the volume of air in the, in the bottle resonator. Oh, my, my bottle's full. Is it possible that they could put holes on the side of the cockpit, like a tube going through the cockpit with holes in it, and the driver could play tunes? That would be great. On the car as they go round. That would be the one, wouldn't you it? You can't be driving. I'd be driving a two hundred. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Because the last note was flat. What I played was. <laughs> Get it locked him up. <laughs> That'll cover it. And they've gone mad with fins, haven't they? First, Red Bull have got this vertical fin at the back of the airbox. Now, Renault are trying one as well. Well, it seems like you know they've actually hit on a trick that everyone else has missed. And you hang know, on, guys. Choppers! Oh, it's Max Lloyd's. The paralegals are here with their parachutes. <laughs> I never understood the term paralegal. What is a paralegal? They do. They, they, they fly they in parachute on parachutes. In. Yeah. Stop! Lawyers! Don't say anything! I don't, yeah, it's, what's up? Is, isn't it like an exciting word for a legal secretary or something, isn't it? Is it? But why para? Uh, like uh, like like a uh, uh, paramedic, you know, they happen there when it's needed. Para, what's the Latin well, etymology of the Latin word para? Anyone? I, I don't know, but it's something. To, it, it, I guess it's something to do with halfway or nearly sorry. there, half trained. Didn't know you were Celtic. That's yeah, a Doctor that, Who joke, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing is, right, now you've got extraordinary things like the um, the Force India car going quicker than anyone else because it's on slicks. Yes, right. So it doesn't really count. Yeah, exactly. But here's the thing, right? F1 cars of the future are going to have no aerodynamic appendages on the main tub. Right, they're going to have a slim down, simplified front and rear wing. You're talking about the forthcoming aerodynamic rules, whereby a lot of these extra appendages are being yep. stripped off. Yeah, yep. they're going to have you know slick tyres. They're going to have these huge fins that they're evolving now in the back of the airbox. Basically, the F1 car of the future is today's A1 Grand Prix car. <laughs> it really is. It really is. <laughs> Look, Max, you'll be fine. Just don't give them any fuel for the fire on the whole, you know, thing. Basically, don't mention the war. Right, yes. Uh, no war. Yes, good. Right, wish me luck. Good Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, now, of course, we're here at the FIA so that we can reach a final solution. Uh, uh, a what, Max? No, nothing, nothing. Um, I, 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 let's move on. Uh, does anyone have any questions? 
Yes, you, sir. Yes, you there behind the two chaps in the nice black shirts. Nice black shirts? That, no, no. I, I meant, yes, you, sir, there. Your question, please. Have you found it hard to get through these recent allegations, Max? Yes, it, it has been a very difficult time. But I've had a great deal of support. Uh, in particular, I'm very grateful to my loyal assistant, Joy. Uh, when I was at my lowest ebb, I found a great deal of strength through joy. Strength through joy, Mr. Mosley? Dad, no, no, no. Um, sorry, I meant uh, what? Well, another question. Max, while you remain under scrutiny, will you be fulfilling any of your FIA commitments? Yes, good question, yes. I fully intend to honour as many of my professional commitments as possible. For example, next week I will be attending a timed event for WRC cars at the famous Nordschleife in Germany, and I can say with confidence that I am very much looking forward to this particular Nuremberg rally. This what? No, 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 no. What, look, I will simply be going to watch the motorsport, and whilst my schedule means that unfortunately I won't be able to see the minor lower formula events, I will be fully behind. Behind the master race. Master what? Oh, God, no, 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 no. Look, perhaps we could just talk about something else for a moment. Any, any other questions unrelated to this, please? Max, what is your opinion of Aston Martin's latest designer, Marek Reichman? Ah, yes. Well, I think he's excellent. I remember, actually, that uh, David Richards told me they interviewed a couple of people uh, for the position who... Um, Unusually, had exactly the same surname, but they were completely useless. Uh, both the first chap and the second chap sounded terrible to me, but of course, I love the third Reichman. You love the third Reichman? No, no, um, I'm not answering any more questions of these sort, which are deliberately designed to make me say things about the war and further encourage these ridiculous stories about my private life, which utterly undermine my professional standing. Please. Good. Now, who wants to see some Polaroids of six filthy hookers slapping my testes with a photograph of Mussolini? Do you remember me saying that my son had said, Dad, I think Kubitz is going to win a race before yeah. long, and then he went and got pole. We should employ my son to plot out this show and make these predictions. And the yeah, other but you know what we called him, don't you? It's Violet Berlin! <laughs> <laughs> and the phone ringing as That's well. That's my phone in the background. It's Violet Berlin's phone! <laughs> what, 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 what? what? son. Yeah. His name, Nostradamus. Oh, that is a bit of a giveaway, yeah. Yeah, we should have done that. Can you turn your phone off, though? Yeah. What is that? that? Oh, it's the gamepad theme. <laughs> it's all right, just okay, for it. clearance. We've got copyright, when, when, no problem. <laughs> When Violet turns up, she really turns up. Yeah, with her own theme with tune. With her own theme tune. That is actually the theme tune oh, to I Violet's TV it. show. Kubica is absolutely rocking. This is what I was trying to say. BMW are absolutely rocking. I was looking at a graph of their performance recently, and whilst Ferrari have kind of improved consistently, then sort of levelled off a bit, mm. and then McLaren were rocketing and then fell back quite a lot. Yeah. You plot BMW Sauber's performance, and they're on, you know, a kind of a trajectory that only the Apollo Saturn V can match. Mm. If well, that they, continues, they made a huge jump, haven't they? they? Yeah, I can't see them make, taking another huge step like that. But but if they can just make some steady progress here, yeah, 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 and they have been very good on reliability, consistency. And Heidfeld as a driver has been particularly consistent, you'd have to say. Kubitz are maybe a bit more up and down. You know. Yeah, but when he's good, God, he's good. Oh, yeah, oh. no question, yeah. But keep an eye on his haircut, by the way, because I have got a hotline to the BMW <laughs> F1 team. I kid you not. Is this because last time I called him a sex pest? Well, he does look hair. like one with his hair no, when I, it's I wet. Do, he's a great driver. Yeah. He does look like a sex pest. He, he looks like the Count of uh, Sesame Street. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a problem. 
And Go on, what's your hotline? Tell us, tell us. Well, I just I know someone who works in the BMW Formula One team. Quite, yeah. quite, and, and I'm just going to make sure that he realises that his barnet is perhaps not acceptable to these three people in motorsport fandom. Well, that's and, flipping well told him, then. Yes, yeah. yeah. He, I should, just, he should blooming well sort it out. I don't know. It's something that's troubled me quite a lot because, well, you know, we all dream of being an F1 driver. Of course. Um, but, you know, you have to have quite good hair because when you take your helmet off, you want to mm. look quite cool before you put on the baseball cap. But then yep. the National Anthem blaze, you've got to take the cap off again. You don't yeah. want hat hair. Now, the obvious no. thing is to go for a crop, as sported by Mr. Jones and Mr. Zog today here. Thank you. And it's a good look. But. You've gone for the sprout. I've got, I'm a bit boofy at the moment. I'm, it's I'm a, a bit, bit Neil yeah. Buchanan from Art Attack. Yeah, cut away of my hands in a minute. It's a bit Tom Chilton, actually. <laughs> Tom Chilton. As close as possibly, I'm thinking. It is a bit Tom Chilton. I did, actually. I had, well, because I, I had the, the old crew as well for a while, but yeah, I just. Why are we talking about hair? This is about cars, this programme. Anyway, yeah. my point is if you're an F1 driver, what haircut do you go for? A fast one. A fast one. Yeah. yeah. Well, do you remember the late and rather excellent Russell Bulgin wrote a fabulous column about this once, about Formula One hair? Oh. And that how Alan Prost, when he'd been a bit floppy and over the collar, became fast. And he had this theory that Damon Hill's pointy sides were his uh, key to world championship. On the floppy hair thing, though, if he's suggesting that floppy hair means slow, I would, you know, I, I, I put it to you. James Hunt. Exactly. No, 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 I'd have no. said the same thing. No, no, he yeah. wasn't saying that floppy hair was slow. I think it's on a case-by-case basis. Because when Frost <laughs> went floppy, yep. he went fast. Okay. James Hunt, of clearly, you know, the, the consummate floppy, floppy hair man in F1. Floppy in very few other areas. I just say, think that some so. people are gifted with good hair. And Robert Kubitzer is not one of them. And uh, what, what should he do? But he makes Write in and tell else, us. So that's cool. The crew cut, I can't help thinking, would make him look like he's got HIV, because he's a very drawn-faced man. Most he, polls... He doesn't look healthy, does he? No. He doesn't look, you know... Most polls in Britain, you know, the guys that we meet up on a fairly daily basis, the guys who are Blokes painting... who buy, like, six cans of Stella in my <laughs> corner shop <laughs> at 8.30 in the morning <laughs> before they go to tile someone's bathroom. They <laughs> do a great I mean, job. Yeah, they do a great job. They tile my bathroom, I tell you, it's cracking. But generally, they go for the crop, don't they? Yeah, a lot, a, a yeah. Practically shaved. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, very much so. Yeah. All the lads very in my corner shop. So he should go for the national haircut. That, the that national was, haircut yeah. of Poland. Is there a national haircut? If you're listening in Poland, tell us. Write in and tell us. Yeah, well, there's a national moustache. Lech Wałęsa had it, didn't yes. he? That was what, big... a st- what a moustache. Mm. But of very course, well. that would have been a hindrance. The aerodynamic buffering, that, that would have created. Did I ever tell you what David Coulthard told me once? Oh, this is bizarre. <laughs> hang on, <laughs> hang on. You got something there, Someone put a spanner down. Hey, come on, you've met many more racing drivers than I have, and much more impressive, but I had to go and interview Crazy Dave once, because um, when he was promoting his god-awful range of toiletries, and... um, he has a range of toiletries? Yeah. yeah. Pole position range of toiletries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he just put some... That's just the... Re- most and curiously, Robert Kubitz is going to bring out some called the Scott position, think about it, range of toiletries. Yay! Oh, Thank you very okay. much. So, Coulthard told me something interesting about facial hair in racing. Go because on Because if you have just a wee bit of stubble, mm-hmm. just like, like I've got now, it's a bit scratchy-scratchy, can you hear that? A bit mind yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Put the Nomex uh, mask on before you put your lid on. Oh, when you take it off, it really hurts. You either got to be clean shaven when you put on the Nomex balaclava, or have quite a bit of growth. 
Hence Jensen, who looks like a tramp's mate, but there's a reason <laughs> Hence for it. Hence Heidfeld also in a Yes, Heidfeld, Joy of Sex beard. Yeah. And, and Coulthard <laughs> with his with his mad thing. And Alonso, you know, he had that little sort of soul patch thing going on, but yeah. it had a bit of length to it. What you cannot have is just a bit of stubble, a bit of George Michael in the 80s. You can't have that. When you take the Nomex off, it, apparently it sticks and it really hurts. And well, there you go. And Dave racing drivers take notes. And probably creates a, a boundary layer of laminar flow. Yes, well, exactly. Around the ah, place. but talking about tashes in motorsport, Nigel mm. Mansell, of course. Well, the thing is, he shaved his moustache, no one recognised him. But it works in combination with his enormous eyebrows. And maybe Balances that's... Balances it out. Is it's it like Le- Mr Potato Head. Leo and Greg, Mansell's sons, who we yeah. saw racing in Formula BMW last year. Thanks, I, yeah. They're not as quick as him, admittedly. Perhaps it's because they don't have the facial hair. Weren't uh, we supposed to be talking about F1? <laughs> <laughs> Interrupted by the comedy police. Hello, oh, talking about hair. Well, while we're talking about Coulthard and, and facial hair, I'm really worried for him, and I do like David Coulthard, mm. uh, because yes. it was announced this earlier this week that Sebastian Vettel... Uh, is Sorry, we've got the police now. We've got Max's para-police league. Yeah, really worried. Yeah. Um, uh, th- th- it was announced earlier this week that Sebastian Vettel um, is probably going to move up to the Red Bull senior squad you might say uh, next year it's like going up to big school because <laughs> he's only nine yeah. <laughs> and he's an extraordinary good driver mm. and, and, and that doesn't bode well for Coulthard really because they're going to keep Mark Webber aren't they with David's well, reputation for crashing in the last few races yeah, if you're going to yeah, keep Mark. one on the right now you're going to hang on to Mark no question two racing incidents to do one is unfortunate to do two is careless as Oscar Wilde would have written yeah and you know, if he been an F1 <laughs> Wild at the wheel, that would be his yeah. column in autosport. <laughs> Wild at the wheel. All right, we haven't mentioned the other elephant in the room, and that is the fact that everybody's favourite, lovely little Lewis Superb Hamilton, yeah. it seems to have lost it a little bit at the moment, doesn't he? He had a rotten old race, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's just events, surely. That's, that's yeah, the way I see it. I, I don't think he's lo- he hasn't been lost a lot it. hysteria about this. Oh, no, he's lost it. Oh, he's not as good as he was last season. No, he's just, he had a very, very good season last season. Yep. A supernaturally good season. Mm. And, he's and some of, of that weeks. was luck. It wasn't just his his talent is immense, and some of it was just immensely good luck, and and he's just had some immensely bad luck now. Well, Do you agree? Is this something I'm talking no, about? No, I agree. I, you know, in as much as luck came into things last year, the, the brakes pretty much went his way. Yeah, you know, not always. But this season, we've just had three races where uh, the luck hasn't gone his way so much. He's made a couple of little mistakes, paid the price for that. In th- another three races' time, I think it's going to look completely different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So here we are, what, a week ahead of Barcelona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, do you think Lewis could put it back there? Because the McLarens were pretty healthy at Barcelona, not the recent test where everyone was wearing slicks and turbo jet engines and stuff mm. like this but the test previous the McLarens were solid at Barcelona Barcelona's never an exciting race because they no, test yeah. there so heavily yeah. if we were going to put money on it there is Lewis going to out-qualify and beat those flipping fast red cars or even that fantastic Finn Hickey I think in a way almost says yeah but I mean Lewis versus Hakey is going to be very interesting for the rest of the season because mm. Hakey's doing a spectacular job Hakey have a good job Thank you. Buongiorno, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Scuderia Ferrari press conference. Uh, We invite you here today to talk about the future of Ferrari Formula One drivers. 
you must be aware that Honda have recently signed the 16-year-old karting star Willie Stevens. And of course, McLaren have had great success with Louisa Hamilton, who was signed up at the age of eight. But uh, here at Ferrari, we believe in securing exceptional talent even earlier than our rivals. Uh, so that is why today we are announcing our new program to do just this. Uh, please observe now, as uh, Michael Schumacher, our star driver for many years, will go into this cubicle here with a small jar and a pile of, uh, how in English you say, jazz mags. Oh, and there we are, done already. As you can see, the maestro is still very quick. I lose track of the things I say to you two before we record the show and then the things that we say on the air and the things that I say to my kids and Violet in the week but one of the things I've said recently is I'm really worried for Anthony Davidson and Takuma Sato and Aguri Suzuki because the Magma Group took over three races ago and still three races in, no sign of any sponsorship on the car. And unless you've got the sponsors in supporting your big cash flow, you can run out of cash really quickly and it could mean the end of the team. And that looks, I mean, as of the last 24 hours news, that looks like that could be the situation. Well, hang on, but, but, but the Magnum Group didn't take over though, did they? They said they were going to and then they didn't because yeah, the money hasn't yeah, come through and they've yeah. now officially withdrawn. Yeah. So. Well, Magma Group have said that the. Dubai Investment Group, who they were going to mm. get the money from, have withdrawn. They still hope that they can get it for a knockdown price, but mm. it's a worry. If you know, if you're going to compete in Formula One, especially if you've got to be a constructor next year with your curs and your everything else that's coming, slick tyres and whatever they're mm. putting on the cars next year, unless you've got massive investment, you don't stand a chance. Just before the season started, it was look really touch and go whether they would actually make it onto the grid at the start of the season. And they, you know, they really put in some very impressive performances in races last year, despite being such a, a scratch team, essentially. They were a bit of a shock, but, weren't they, that they weren't completely pathetic, in fact. Mm, Everyone well, expected the worst, so anything else was a bonus, and actually they did... All right, in mm. their own little did way. Very yeah. well. They didn't. You know, I'm, I'm sure we'd all remember. You know, Sato uh, putting a move on Alonso at one point. You know, that, oh, was, yeah. that really was quite something. Audacious yeah. move of the season. Yeah, bless him. We love Sato. But it was struck me that you know, I mean, if they had much of a future, the likelihood was was that they would have to get the money from Japan. I would have thought, given the background yeah. of the team, mm. that hasn't happened. We'll have a whip round in the show. I've got any money in your pocket now, because you yeah, might be able to pick up this team. P, so I've got nothing, because I had a metre well, in well, town well, today. I'm going to cab home, so I've got 30 quid. That'll do it. That'll do it. Well, that certainly paid for Davidson, anyway. Well, hang on. Wait, 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 because I noticed that things are going a bit weird at Longbridge this week, so I'm going to keep a tenner back to buy Rover. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you'll need it. You've been listening to Gareth Jones on Speed with Zog. Say goodbye, Zog. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Richard. Goodbye. And uh, we'll leave you with a little tune which Richard has knocked up out of his head with a little help from us, too. We got you tell what it's called uh, yes it's the return of our house 80s retro synth band the Pit Stop Boys and this is called Eddie Irvine Lives in My Wardrobe yeah I know at that point John it, Peel uh, well. I know it yeah. would be great at that point Richard just to sort of play the track straight away yeah but I just want to know where the heck did the idea for this one come well, from <laughs> tell me it's not a dream um, <laughs> well because um, next show uh, I've got something I want to talk about but I'll, I'll tell you about it in a bit but what it led to me doing was going to America for uh, three days west coast of America that's a bad idea as it turns out it messes with your brain jet lag bad I was on the flight back and we just landed at Heathrow and it popped into my head 
and blame it on the jet very, lag. Very, very thin air on an aeroplane and jet lag. And well, anyway, you l- listen to the song, you'll understand it. it relates to nothing, but um, it's just a song. Don't blame it on the sunshine, don't blame it on the moonlight, blame it on the jet lag. Yeah. Say goodbye, guys. Jaunty 80s intro. Say bye, fellas. Bye bye.
Gareth Jones on Speed, you can subscribe with iTunes for free or get it from www.garethjones.tv. This series is made by Wizbang. Bang. <laughs>